Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto today. I want to talk about healthcare. You might imagine that that would be the case. I thought that was a tough news conference to poke holes in. If you are adamantly against what Doug Ford and Sylvia Jones are proposing. Now, hold their feet to the fire. If it goes the other way, if they go back on what they said, if all of a sudden it's costing people a lot of money, if there's obvious examples of unnecessary upselling, like upselling is going to happen in any private industry. You want a better hotel room, want some air conditioning, power steering in your car, want satellite radio, want this, want that. That's going to happen in every industry. Like we're adults. We've got that ability to say no to a bunch of stuff. Of course, they're going to offer you the best knee brace. Of course, they're going to offer you um, the best possible rehab situation if you're coming off a surgery or the best glasses or contact lenses. That's, That's business. At the same time, I understand why it's a concern. I do. So let's have that conversation on Toronto Today. It was announced that private healthcare providers paid for by the Ontario government will allow surgeries and thus reduce wait times for surgeries. And that's a problem. How and why? That's a problem. Why and how? I can never figure this out, to be perfectly honest. We're going to uh, make some moves and fix a broken healthcare system. And I realized yesterday, of course, it's very difficult to remove politics out of healthcare. But I also realized yesterday, and I think it was just driven home over and over again, that people just can't have any sort of rational discussion on healthcare. It's almost too emotional an issue. If you want to say that you realize that about COVID-19 and vaccines and restrictions early on, you'd be right also. That said, if you're looking at me saying, hey, yeah, Brady, why did you talk about it so much? Because it's our job and it's something. But I know that people didn't want to hear it after a certain point in time. I know people wanted to make their own decisions after a certain point in time. They certainly voted that way. They certainly emphasized their excitement to be back when things opened again. Restaurants, ball games, crossing the border, getting on airplanes. We've got recessionary times coming and we just went through inflationary times. Yet people have been traveling like it's 1999 for very good reason. So the discussion always to me devolves. It doesn't evolve. And some joker starts howling about the U.S. system. And we ignore the fact that every other G20 country does healthcare differently than Canada. And right now, maybe it wasn't always the case. Maybe it wasn't in 1987. Maybe it wasn't in 1977. But they do it better than we do. They spend less of their GDP and they get more back. Shorter wait times, newer hospitals, better service, higher compensation for doctors and nurses. Now, maybe they have less less executive fat. That's quite possible. I can't document this enough that some of these salaries have only gone up in the last few years of CEOs of certain hospitals. Sick kids CEO makes over 800 grand. The CEO of Chio, which doesn't like, like honestly, they're in constant trouble, constantly moving patients here, constantly moving patients there. If it was a private business, not funneled, not funded by public money, it would have closed. If it was a football team, it'd be two and 15 every year. It clearly has some problems running itself. But I can't even blame the people running a hospital like Chio or hospitals that end up closing down and have to divert resources and fly patients in orange helicopters. Why? They're a slave to the system. They're a slave to the system where there's no accountability. You don't have to run it like a private business. You don't have to give great service. You don't have to be profitable. You keep getting funding. Not only that, 
you can take that funding and build a bigger executive team. You can add a senior VP of corporate services. You can add a child development and community services VP. You can have a senior VP of clinical services and chief nursing executives. And by the way, those are three jobs at CHEO in Ottawa. There's five other vice presidents. They all make over $175,000. And then you got to pay the great doctors and nurses. By the way, not many of these CEOs have complained a lot about Bill 124. In fact, they kind of whistle past the graveyard about Bill 124. They don't say much about it. I don't know why. I would want my I would want to keep good employees if I ran a business. I would want the best of the best. I'd want people to want to work for me. I get a job opening. I want good resumes, experienced resumes, not bad ones, not inexperienced ones. But it doesn't work that way in Ontario's healthcare. It really doesn't work that way across all of Canada. So I don't know that we're I don't I don't think we're too dumb to have a rational discussion on healthcare, but we sure seem to be jaded. We sure seem to be unwilling to even touch the foundations of what we've done for years and years and years. But again, I'll say this. Many countries have better health care than Canada. All of them use an element of privatization in the system. And by the way, if the Canadian system was worth a bag of beans, magic or otherwise, other nations would say we should do it like Canada. And nobody does. And nobody ever would. And nobody will. I will tell you as well that yesterday I thought it was a very difficult news conference to poke holes into. Again, our system's not replicated anywhere else in the world. It costs a lot of money and delivers poorly. So it makes tweaks that maybe, making making tweaks is the most sensible thing on the planet to do, and it's impossible to loudly criticize. But that doesn't mean some won't try. Here's Doug Ford laying out the phase one plan, and he did note he plans for this to be permanent. When it comes to your health, we must do more. And we're doing more. We're taking action to reduce wait times for surgeries. We're expanding community surgical and diagnostic centers so you can get surgeries you need faster and closer to home, where we have some of the longest waits. With new partnerships with community surgical and diagnostic centers in Windsor, Kitchener, Waterloo, and Ottawa, we're adding 14,000 more old hip insured cataract surgeries every single year eliminating approximately 25% of the cataract wait list. And we're investing more than $18 million in other centers, adding even more surgeries in existing centers and doing 49,000 more hours of MRI and CT scans. Okay, there's a lot there. And listen, I'm well aware that you might not like the Ford government and you might be angry about the green belt or you might be angry about education. Kids, I'm with you. But this needed to be done ages ago. You don't happen to like the messenger, but the message is proper. You don't happen to like the delivery company, but this is service that needs to be delivered to reduce wait times for surgeries. I'll say it again. Private health care providers are being paid for by the Ontario government to reduce wait times for surgeries. And that's the problem. How and why? You tell me at 416-870-6400 via text. 416-870-6400 via text. And I kept hearing this yesterday. But but they will upsell these clinics. They'll offer, what, better products and better solutions? Heaven forbid that happens in the private sector. I can't imagine that. I'm sure if you go in and try and buy a car today, they won't offer you power steering, power locks, and air conditioning. What on earth will you do? You're an adult. I mean, you can certainly make your own decisions here, I would think. 
Many of the questions that came from the media were a reminder yesterday as well that few really are doing the work when it comes to assessing what healthcare systems thrive and exist in other parts of the free world. This isn't a Canada versus USA choice. And by the way, if you want to talk about the states, you're talking to somebody who knows it really well. I had a surgery there. I went to the ER twice for a couple different things. I'm here now. Everything's fine. Um, and, and I had a baby there. So I would also tell you, if you've got money and you're in your 70s, the access you'll have for important and timely things is in the United States. I'm all about loyalty. I want to be a loyal person, a loyal human being, personally, to family, professionally, all the rest. But I'm going to tell you that if you're in your 70s and you've got money, you already know. Where can I get better access? Where can I get a surgery in a hurry? Where can I get this? Where can I get that? I mean, how will we compete and compare without some change? How will we do that? Here's Sylvia Jones, who I thought came off quite well yesterday. She doesn't always seem organized. She sometimes seems blindsided by bad news. She says things are going to be easier and more convenient for you. We'll hold her feet to the flame if she's wrong. This bold action will help us clear the entire pandemic backlog for these procedures by March of this year. Bold solutions are necessary to improve the healthcare system as we know it today. Receiving an early diagnosis or a surgery earlier than expected can have a life-altering impact on a patient's life and treatment path, which is why we will continue to work hand-in-hand with our partners to make it easier and faster for you to receive the surgeries and treatments you need when you need it. Look, this isn't about dismissing politicians and public health, although you'd be forgiven if you did that. Hey, masks don't work. Wait, yes, they do. Wear them. Wait a minute. The cloth masks don't work. We tried to tell you that earlier. Why didn't we? Uh, never mind. Just just put, put a mask on. Don't you care about everybody else? You'd be forgiven if you were understanding how terrible public health has been and continues to be communicating. And I get it. I get it 100%. But this is something that needed to be done. You just don't happen to like who's doing it. And you hate admitting that this will save lives and get people a quality of life quicker. You hate admitting that. But it's true.